Welcome to the 10th episode of Long Live Play, the number one Australian PlayStation podcast full of lukewarm takes and mental breaks, hosted by myself, Govinda Whitehurst, and the walker to my Oren, Mr. Kale Adam Agam. Queensland, we did it, didn't we? Didn't we? We fucking did it, mate. Didn't we do it? Didn't we, we do it? We win, Australia. We win. <laughs> this is the ultimate state of origin. This is definitive. We are better at coronavirus than... Anyone? I think we won the Coronavirus Cup. Is that what this means? That's exactly what this means. The last episode was day three of quarantine. We're, what, this is like day ten and we're out. <laughs> we're done. But they said we were going to get out on Sunday. And let me tell you, Sunday rolls around and we fucking got out, baby. We're done. We beat the beat the spicy cough. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw it. Uh, my favorite is the Batuta Advocate refer to it as the Sydney sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> Which I really oh, like. Poor New South Wales brethren. I mean, look, this is a horrific pandemic that's killing literally several people, Govinda, in Australia. I should. Uh, I Globally, should many to... more than several. Many, yeah, I was many, say. many severals in the world. Didn't they just get extended for like another month? Yeah, it's really Wales? bad down there. Yeah, that's rough. It's actually horrific. But hey, we're not there. And we've got hard border closures, so we're fine. <laughs> The little fuckers always sneak through, though. And it's always the ones you don't want to sneak through. Like, the ones like, I'm not fucking getting tested. So they fucking get out of here, mate. A group of people tried to sail around the border. Like, tried to, like, get in a little dinghy and, like, come around. It's like they don't know what the Coast Guard is. Yeah, there's a Coast Guard. They're going <laughs> to get you, dude. Don't you don't you come in here with your Sydney sneeze? Now, if my memory serves correctly. Yes. Uh, last week was the week that you were going to get the old, going to get the jab. Uh, yes, I got the jab. I, I would also like to state that I hate the word jab. That is the newest yeah, word. that's why I used Did it. Did we talk about this? No, I think you told me separately. <laughs> I just hate how that word has entered the lexicon. It's the new social it's the new distancing. Normal, dude. It's the new new normal. It's yeah, it's the new the new, new, the new normal. normal. Yeah, that's that's exactly <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I got the um, I got the vax. <laughs> how many blood clots have you have you had since? None yet. I have not received my court-mandated AstraZeneca blood clots as yet. Uh, we're obviously playing this up. I don't deny that vaccines are a good thing. But this one made me so sick, really ill for several days of my life. And I don't get sick, which is a mystery in its own that I, I, yeah, I don't, I wonder I don't what know. It is. I don't live a particularly healthy life. I just never get sick. Um, it's because you don't leave your house. It's like you are pretty much always in isolation. So how could you get sick? You're never I'm exposed to it. I'm also like a weirdly pedantic, clean man. I was like obsessively washing my hands before it was cool to do that. <laughs> so I hate to be a hipster about the hand washing thing, but uh, I was definitely there early. Legitimately got really sick. I didn't sleep for like two nights. I sweated through bed sheets, pillowcases. I had to swaddle myself in a towel so as not to like stain the mattress with my bodily sweat, which I can only imagine was the coronavirus exit <laughs> exiting my body <laughs> through every I think orifice. It's the uh, precipitation of a shield. I think your skin develops oh. a shield and it sweats it out, so your your skin is shielded always. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. I'm no I scientist. Yeah, I. I really, I don't know what it is. It's like, I haven't done heroin, but this felt like a, what a movie heroin detox looks like. It's, I was Jesse Pinkman, you know? 
in the room. I was just like struggling and sweating and just hot and cold, just clutching my dog for dear life. And he was quite faithful to me. He stayed. <laughs> yeah, I tried nice. to get Kale to do something the day after he got his his vaccination, <sighs> and he literally just messaged, "I'm out sick." Yeah, I was I was fucked. It was uh, I don't I don't often take time off work, and that was that was one that was one where I just couldn't I couldn't face but on it. The, uh, but on the bright side, I guess it gave you uh, a few days to rest your gamer thumb. It did. It did. I, I have to say as well, like after the two days, I felt incredible. Like I just had so much energy. And there's also, I guess, the inherent superiority, social superiority, where I look at other people and I'm like, are you vaccinated? And like, like Govinda, you vaccinated, dude? D- did you wear your vaccination <laughs> card on a lanyard around your neck and just show everyone <laughs> as you walk by and like into shops or anything? Like, that oh, is... no, 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 no. I'm, I'm vaccinated. <laughs> sort of. Halfway there anyway. I saw an incredible t-shirt and it just said vaccinated and ready to fuck. <laughs> which i thought was uh something it was certainly something but um no that was it really that was probably the high point of my week since last year nice nice um what was the question hey gal yeah okay (laughs) it's all all right um yeah i don't know life's back to normal the new normal which is lockdown's over lockdown's over and i had a day off right after it it felt pretty good (laughs) yeah that's uh pretty nice i mean Real talk, I'm shocked that it's over. How did we get away with this again? Queensland's been very good at these short, sharp lockdowns. Mm. Uh, We seem to get like three cases and all of a sudden we're locking down for three days to make sure it doesn't spread. Mm. It felt much like New South Wales wasn't shutting down until they were like in the 50s plus. Yeah. And so I think that has something to do with it. Did they even, are they even right now as locked down as we were? I don't think they even have the same restrictions. Like, No, I think they actually have worse restrictions. Really? I thought they were uh, like... I don't know. I haven't really looked into it too much, but I do I do remember they brought in like a new thing. So if you were living alone, mm. you could allocate one person that you could visit and visit you or have them visit you. Maybe I, like, maybe I just have authoritarian tendencies, but I'm like, no, that's not acceptable. Like you, <laughs> it's a lockdown. You don't get to have your friend come over. Like what the fuck are you talking about? No, I, especially if it's going to be a long lockdown, it's 100% acceptable. You will go, mm. you, people will just get depressed and like, it'll be bad. I know in America when those lockdowns were going, like suicide rates were going up and up. So yeah, right. I think well, look, for just someone's mental well-being, I think it is a very good thing. Dude, now you've made me bu- look bad. To have bad. a lockdown don't... buddy system. <laughs> now you I feel bad. feel bad. Why would you do I'm, that? I'm glad you feel bad. I don't yeah. like to feel these feelings. Yeah, you don't like to feel feelings. So I guess we're exploring <laughs> some new territory here, which is probably a good thing for you at the end of the day. Yeah, all right. I feel growth. At the, at the very least, I feel growth. Gross or growth? <laughs> you take your pick. <laughs> <laughs> What else has been new? I mean, we're going to talk about the games. I think the inevitable happened this week, Govinda. We um we graduated to becoming Twitch streamers. We are officially <laughs> Twitch streamers. I think that's how this works. It felt good. I have to say, it felt good to receive the adulation that I feel is lost by podcasting. I, I need the live response that the, the yeah. yeah. The roar of the crowd, that's the what I need. The uptick in my serotonin levels when I saw four viewers, oh, it was so good. That was some real <laughs> shit. Some real oh, yeah. shit. We were, we were really popping off at one point. You know? We had a full <laughs> four viewers, so felt really good. I think one of them was me as well. Yeah, <laughs> logged in on your phone or something. <laughs> no, hey, we're probably going to do it again, so. Yeah, well, look, keep Not an eye same. out for that. Keep an eye out, get on board. And I guess we don't, we can't even... 
we need to fucking discuss what channel we're going to use. So I guess this was all a bit premature, wasn't it? No, it's just what happened this week. I don't think there's anything premature about it. We're just talking about how you going, and this week yeah, we right. did well, that. Look, that's what we're we did. still in. We're still in how you going then? I guess so. Uh, I guess we are. I'm going well, thank you for asking, Kale. And we didn't really get to you, but it's always about you, so it's good that it was about me for once. It's not often uh, okay. about me. No, it's not often about you for good reason. It's because I say, how you going, and you just go, dumb, oh, yeah. That's never happened. Oh. I always have something fun <laughs> and vital to say. You something... do now, because I beat it into you. <laughs> oh, no, my dog's awake. This Uh-oh. can't be We're good. Ca- carry on, carry on. Oh, I'm just saying I'm good. Oh, okay, well, that is good. I'm glad to... Glad to hear that. I've just um, been in lockdown, dude. Like, what could I, I know. Nothing <laughs> happened. I worked for the. I worked the whole time. Lockdown. Played games. I was inside. I'm actually trying to entrap you. I want you to say like, I went to the botanical gardens, and then I will call the police. Um, and I don't think you can you. do that. Not no. anymore. Do we have no, so-called Karen laws in this country? Karen laws. I don't know. It's a thing in the US. What's a Karen law? Uh, do you remember the... I mean, it's not a very nice story, but do you remember the... the um, oh, God, what was it? It just popped up in the news again. Do you remember the, the birder? The story with the birder? It was um, two people named Cooper. This is a horrific story. Uh, it's, so it was an African-American man in the Ramble in uh, Central Park, New York. And he's, like, yelling at a woman who... Has her dog off the leash? Oh, there's so much to it, dude. Like he tries. Oh, is to, this like, the one where she started screaming? Like I'm gonna call the like, police. Help, like, like no, as um, if he was attacking her. No, it's not that. She calls the cops and says, "No." Well, she says to him, and he's filming it. He says, "I'm gonna call the police and say that an African American man is threatening my life." And then she calls the cops and says that. But he's kind of really weird too because he like produces these dog treats to like lure the the dog over and. He says to her, if you're going to do what you like, I'm going to do what I like, and you aren't going to like it. And, like, this just this, it's the most bizarre interaction. Like, they're very... And he had... It came out that he'd done this to, like, multiple... He was, like, this avid birder, and he hated dogs being loose in that part of the park. And he, like, carried... He's a birder. It'll scare them off. Oh, it's it's a really... Anyway, it's a whole... So, what's the law? <laughs> Can you tell, tell me what the law um, is? Like, where did we just get stuck oh, in this yeah, I don't, hole? It's, it's essentially calling the police, like, under those kind of circumstances, like, using... Like, lying to the police? Yeah, yeah, to try and get them to hurt someone or something. I like... thought it was just if you had, like, a short, like, I'm, I want to speak to the manager haircut, you'd get a fine or something. Well, I believe this might be, like, sort of when Karen kicked off. This was, like, the, the, the prototypical Karen, if you will. All Don't right, tell well... me to hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm wrapping this shit up, dude. That is the randomest engine to go on ever. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm uh, doing real good, Kale. What have you been playing during lockdown? I really wanted to come into today and report that I had the Platinum in Divinity, but it's going to take a little more time. I'm so close. And I just... Yeah, I actually thought you just hadn't updated your list from last week. And I, no, I, I just no. want to point out that you've already... You've said to us twice now, two weeks mm. in a row, that you weren't going to talk about this anymore. And, and here I'm not. We are. I'm just you, mentioning you said it. Those are the first words out of your mouth, divinity. It's <laughs> all I've been playing. It's honestly, I put a lot of time into it. I'm, I want to say I'm like in the last 15%. This thing is happening. It's happening this week. It's just, it's a lot. And I, I got to be like, I'm having a great time, but it needs to be over and I need to play something else. Uh, That's fair. You'll notice, um, you'll notice on my list of what I've been playing that divinity is not there. Yeah, that's right. You definitely got rid of that one. Hard. I got sidetracked from our from our podcast last week. I got sidetracked. Ah, uh, yeah. Go on. Tell us all about it. I'm gonna finish Final Fantasy X, Kale. <laughs> Has this got anything to do 
with Jade King's article, the feature article of last week, and our discussion of Blitzball? Mm, uh, inadvertently, yes. It was mainly that we spoke about it, and I'd, at some point during it, I said it was my favorite Final Fantasy, but I hadn't finished it. Yeah. And a friend of mine who I work with was not happy about that. So you were uh, shamed. Was, I was shamed into playing this game again, yes. Absolutely. It was, a, it was a situation about, it was something along the lines of, you can't say it's your favorite game and not have finished it. Or but your favorite I say, Final Fantasy. I say that about Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> I never finished that either. <laughs> yeah, well, you're a fucking monster and I'm going to shame you into finishing it. Eight's harder. It's, 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 it is. It's old. It it's is older. older. Even yeah. even ten, I'm playing. I'm like, man, this is even the remaster. I'm like, this is very old. What it is, what really gives it away is the animations or lack thereof. Games back then just didn't have animations. Like it's just the same movements. No, over not at all. And like, there is no facial animations. It's just the lips move, and typically they're just synced to Japan. So you're getting English dubs over Japanese lip sync. <laughs> the classic laughing scene is just so funny. Although I can't even handle it. It is funny how people misremember that like it's not like the voice acting is so bad that that's what happened it's they're hamming it up in the scene that's why it sounds like that like everyone makes yeah, out like some you know, like to maybe to a degree but certainly, there's also a degree yeah. of it just being so fucked uh <laughs> but i'm playing final fantasy 10 i have absolutely smashed through it since i decided to do this like four or five days ago mm-hmm, so i'm like mm-hmm. 25 hours in and i'm in a section of the game i forgot existed like i was Tell just me like about it. i just essentially got to the bit where you stop you know getting married to seymour oh yeah yeah, I remember that. And my understanding is that somehow you just kind of end up straight in the calm lands after that, but you don't. You get like locked up and you oh. get put in like a little dungeon and you're separated. And you do like a weird chase scene? Like you run and they chase you There is that too. You're running from the Albed. Yeah. Um, but that's not it because there's a whole bit where you go into like the desert and you go to where all the Albed live. And you're there with like Riku and... I remember that bit, yeah. So there's that and then you get onto an airship and then you you don't know where Yuna is still. And then you get on the airship finally and you find Yuna and she's at like St. St. Bevel Castle or something getting married to Seymour and you stop the wedding. Yep, yep. And then you're like, you're running away and then you get caught and there's like the whole big twist where like you tell, you go into trial and you tell them that Seymour's already dead and you're just trying to send him. And then like Maester Micah's like, yeah, bro, you'll have to send me too. I'm dead as well. And you find out it's like a whole conspiracy between all the maesters. This sounds like a fever dream to anyone that (laughs) isn't familiar (laughs) with this And so essentially I just got put into jail and now the team is split up, which is interesting because I've pretty much completely abandoned in Kamari like I don't touch him he doesn't he's not involved it's so um, funny because he's such a cool looking character but he's so like functionally useless I think he could be good if you decided to make him good oh, but the thing is the way the system is set up he can only ever be a copy of someone else like well yeah that's a, that, and that's the thing he's got piercing so instantly if he's gonna copy anyone you're like I'll replace Oren for him but you're never gonna replace Oren he's too no, good Oren's a fucking badass he is an absolute weapon um, so yeah <laughs> Kamari I've just left aside I'm like whatever you don't exist Riku I've done pretty much the same except you kind of need her from that the home like desert area because she steal. gets the Albed potions that heal everyone you don't have Yuna at the time yeah yeah I've abandoned Lulu now because I use the advanced fear grid. And so oh, I got Yuna, Yuna's into black magic like real quick. So Lulu is essentially redundant. Isn't that but again, funny? I need her right now. It's interesting, but uh, it's it's actually, it's really good. I'm enjoying yeah. it a lot. Um, I got to say, I'm quite impressed that you seem to have found a video game that you're going to see all the way through and you've just, you've mainlined it. You've gotten yes, it in. Yes, I've mainlined it. I'm doing all the uh, destruction spheres and all of the temples so that I can get like some of the extra summons and stuff. Mm, mm-hmm. I want anima and I think I need to get all the destruction spheres to get anima. 
crucial question. And I'm surprised I don't know the answer to this. What is that platy like? Oh, it's pretty rough. Um, I assume you'd have to do all the get all the weapons, which means doing the fucking you, lightning de- dodging. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> look, we're gonna get into the weeds. Uh, I looked into this, right? And of it's course, maybe gonna, of course. I might need your help potentially because I don't Ooh. have a PC, oh. or I need to redo it on a Mac. I found a way to to cheat the 200 <laughs> lightning strike trophy, and, which would also get me Lulu's ultimate weapon. You essentially download the Remote Play app on a PC, oh. and so you launch into <laughs> Remote Play. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, while you're, and then you open up like your terminal, whatever terminal equivalent is on Mac. And you run a script, and so what it will do is it'll read what's happening in remote play, and as soon as a lightning is about to strike, it will automatically dodge for you. Wow, that's so. Um, I mean, we yeah, can have yeah, a look yeah. at that. I, <laughs> I see what into that's it. like. Um, I don't know if it's actually going to work, and I didn't look too far into if people have got it have gotten it to work, but there is the possibility that I will cheese the shit. I'll break that game. Yeah, if like, it means getting that trophy, which means the platinum, and not having to deal with that. The platinum, though, honestly, like. I reckon 200 hours, maybe. That's a lot. Because you've got to do all the ultimate weapons. You've got to get all the final summonings and all the dark aeons. And some of those dark aeons are just intense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So I super unlikely. Maybe it's something that I'll I'll finish the game and I'll have a good like head start on. And if I want to go back and do all that one day, I can. Super unlikely. Yeah, no, that's fair. It's quite. I've got to say, I'm quite shocked you're playing it to begin with. So for you to do multiple playthroughs, I think that's pushing it. Yeah, friend of the show, uh, Lashonda. Of course. He, he he literally called me and he said, what do I see here? Yeah. He was very shocked that I was playing Final Fantasy X again. I think I did that too. I mean, I didn't call you, but I did certainly note to myself that you were playing it. I was like, "What? what is this all about right here? Dude, I was just... It just was the perfect time. Lockdown happened. It was a good lockdown game. And it was just... I don't know. It was. It just hit at the right time, I guess. I don't know. It just was the mood. It was the mood. Yeah. Um, look, if you have no more to say on that, uh, we played a game together, did we not? Yeah, we did. This is our Twitch stream. Yes. And will yes. be continually. I'd be interested to know how long this thing... We're talking about the forest. Did we talked about this last week. You did. Yeah, I, I played it last week and then I told you to buy it. And then and you then bought I it did. and then we streamed it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We only played it the once for like nearly three hours, actually. You can actually still watch that stream if you want to. Oh, wow. Well, where? Oh, no, maybe you can't. Oh, I might have turned that on after the initial stream. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll stream we'll it again and I'll it. save it and we'll, we'll send a link somewhere. So basically, we what? We survived the cannibals together in the forest. Uh, yeah, and had a, we did. I had a pretty solid time. i got to say, it's actually been on my mind. Like, this was a couple of days ago. I really want to play it again. <laughs> it was... Oh, yeah, no, honestly, I, I think straight after this podcast record, we are going to maybe just play some more. I like that. I like that. We, what, we... I had a genius idea to fucking build a houseboat and we could live together in the middle of a lake away from the the, the horrible, horrible people that come of, of the night <laughs> to drag us away. How'd that go? How'd the houseboat go? I can't remember. It di- yeah, it didn't that. go well because it turns out the houseboat is not like an actual house functions in this game where you can save your game and advance time again, proceeding through the scary, scary nighttime back to the pleasant, more pleasant daytime. <laughs> But it's cool. Like it again. It's like it doesn't look great. I, it runs fine. It's just a yeah, more there's really... definitely some graphical glitches. I find if we ever like if I reload something or I leave a cave oh, the, or the something, lighting. the lighting it'll be like full daytime, and then lighting comes in and like settles it all down. Yeah, little glitches, really. Oh yeah, and throwing a spear is really difficult. I don't hate that though. I, that kind of feels earned to me. Like, have you ever thrown I, I a just spear? Don't, it feels to me like it's not consistent. 
Like if I if I'm crouched and throwing, it's a completely different spot that it's going to. If it, it just doesn't feel like a consistent aim, but I, maybe it's just something to work on. Yeah, look, but God, that survival book, like the things you can craft in it, is so incredible. Like there's just everything, everything you can imagine, like animal traps. And there's even buildings. more because like like. There's all the traps and buildings and stuff in the survival book. But yeah. then there's also the crafting where you go into your pack and you can like add combined things to make stuff. Yeah. And that's where I was like, man, this is gigantic. There's so many other things we can make. But I still, like, again, like I know we're going to follow sort of the, the quests and things, but it does just seem like there's so much to just screw around with. And the fact Build. that these like, yeah, these enemies that really come out of nowhere and seem to be, I can't figure out what it is. Like, it's not like they just come at a set time during the day. They'll just like turn up and just all, you know, learning that they can climb trees scared the shit out of oh, me. Oh like, yeah, that was good fun. Yeah, these three dudes jump us in the middle of the woods we're fighting them, turn around and one of them just sprints up a tree and just is sitting there like looking at me through the... You're like, that means at any point these dudes could be in the trees is what I learned in that moment. Yeah, and the uh, giant baby when we climbed down into the cave and there was that giant that baby. Was. Yeah. Dude, I have <laughs> no time for that. Some kind of We're like have ogre. To, I think we have to go down to those caves, but we we probably need to build some better uh, weapons and some armor and stuff. We should yeah, look at the armor when we play. Yeah, I think we can so look at a couple a few of things. Times. So look, that's the forest. We can come back to that maybe next week. Because again, I didn't. I haven't really played much of it, but I really liked what I did. Yeah, well, let's do that after this. All right, all right, all right. You got one more. One more. Uh, I got access to the Back for Blood beta. Um, oh. So it's actually I should know more. I actually don't know who develops it. Uh, very much like Left 4 Dead, kind of. It was very much inspired by it, wasn't it? Yeah. What was that game we played that was like the Nazi zombie game? Uh, Undead Army. It was, it's so much like that. Is that what that game was called? Well, anyway, it's fine. It's- but it's very much like that and it's like a online, it feels like online only. The campaign you're playing is like through matchmaking, so you'll always have like a team of four. Yeah. The thing, I, the gunplay is really good in my Oh, mind. interesting. Now, the thing I like about it, right, it uses the adaptive triggers so well. Oh. Like, I have a problem when I play Battlefield Five and I'm using like a single action or like a semi-automatic like Garand rifle mm. that if I, yeah, I've got to pull the trigger the entire way to initiate a shot. And sometimes if I don't, it feels like the gun jams or I've missed a shot or something like that and I die because of it. Yeah. They use the adaptive trigger so well in that I'm using an M4 and it's literally like a hair trigger. Like I only just have to slightly pull it and the tr- it's going off and okay. you can feel like the bullets in the trigger almost. It's really cool. I was a big fan. But then like you pull out a, a magnum and you've got to like pull, you actually have to pull a harder trigger further down. Like it just Yeah, they put was work good. into each Yeah, they put work into it and thing. it felt really, really nice. So I like that a lot. I don't know if I'm like... I don't know, it's a beta, so it's, there's, there were some glitches and, like, I don't love the format. Love this, okay. like, multiplayer only, go through a campaign as a multiplayer group because inevitably I couldn't tell you what the story's about. I couldn't tell you what the missions we were yeah. on. Like, the story just gets really matters. in the multiplayer-ness. Yeah, it's more just like a pure co-op thing, isn't it? Interesting that, uh, I was just having a look, it's uh, Turtle Rock Studios who actually did do... Uh, left for Dead. That's what I thought, and I didn't want to say it for sure, but I thought it was the Left Left for Dead developer. They also have a card system, so like you build a deck of cards, which are essentially like buffs. So it's like fifteen plus fifteen health, or every time you get a melee kill, like it's going to give you two health, like re- like heal you tw- two health. Or there's one that like it converts your regular punch melee into a knife, a combat knife. Okay. Uh, and so as you go through levels of the campaign, we were only playing the campaign, but as you go through levels of the campaign, you can then activate cards out of your deck and add them to your character which is kind of like the in level progression to make you feel like you're getting 
better. Um, and I didn't actually hate it. You'll find different cards, and as you finish a run, you'll get points you can spend on new cards to add to your deck. Okay, yeah, okay. And so eventually I was getting to a point where I was like, oh, I don't need a full deck, and I don't need all this rubbish in the deck, so I'll remove these shitty cards I'll never want to use and just have the good ones, so you know every time it's asking you to add a new card, you've got a good choice of cards to add. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. I, yeah. I, I liked I like what I played. I don't know if it's $120 worth of a of like. Yeah, that's a <laughs> But I don't know is... what the price point is and it feels like it could be something they'll monetize in game so that you maybe hopefully the game isn't 120 bucks. Yeah, I got to say as well, I don't know why this just came to mind, but I'm I'm very keen on Tribes of Midgard. Uh Oh, despite, yeah, I think we should. Yeah, despite writing it off when we saw the uh, most recent state of play, I believe, I actually put it into my shopping cart, and it's just sitting there. And I've, I've like, watched a couple of gameplay videos, um, so I um, think we should. I probably honestly can't afford it until I get paid next, which will be in, like, two weeks. All right. Well. Because I'm, I'm moving on Friday, which is going to... Where the fuck are you that. moving? What are you talking about? Just to another apartment. Just to an apartment somewhere. It's not... How not do you not deal. mention not this? I don't states. know this. I don't know this about you well, at all. you didn't ask me anything about myself at the start of the episode. Oh, you I'm just sorry. Spoke Should about I be yourself like... and some weird Karen tangent for 15 <laughs> minutes, and then we moved into the games <laughs> we're playing. Hi, Govinda. How are you? Are you mo- looking at any new houses recently? Is that no, what you apartments, want? No apartments, dude. Oh, no, it's off. not that. Just a simple, how you doing, dude? Just checking in on me, man. Yeah, right. Whatever. Well, that's nah, fine. I don't even care, dude. You don't even <laughs> care. It's fine. Um, no, I actually want to play Tribes of Midgard, um, but maybe we can just focus on the forest for now, and then when I have it's a, a good call. Kish, have a bit of kish, we can do it, and we can stream it. It's a good call. i got to get this divinity done. I 25 get... bucks. Yeah, you can't complain with that. It's pretty bucks. nice. Easy. It, what, um, that's what it is. You kind of reminded me. It has, like, a run system, too. Like, you're unlocking the further you progress through the various modes, you sort of, like, unlock, I don't know, how do I even de- describe it? They're almost like buffs uh, that kind of get you started quicker. Anyway, it's a whole thing. I don't even understand myself. Well, it's like a little, iso- it's like isometric, right? Little little brawler? Yeah, it's kind of like Diablo. Yeah, in okay, my, yeah, in I my can mind. get on board with that. For 25 bucks, I can get on board with that. That'll be interesting. Govinder, I'm going to need you to click here and check out this jewel sense. I've already seen it. <laughs> This wasn't worthy of a news story on its own, but uh, the McDonald's dual sense that apparently uh, McDonald's Australia tried to slip by Sony is a sight to behold. It's uh, hideous, dude. It is. <laughs> it's um. It's got a little burger on it. It's got a little uh, little French fries. It's got, <laughs> of course, it's got the McDonald's golden arches front and center. Oh. What did they think was going to happen with this thing? Like someone did a mock up and was like, "It's really weird." The thing is, a uh, Shout out to Push, uh, sorry, PlayStation Lifestyle <laughs> for their story here. This has been a really weird back and forward. Like, McDonald's made a statement implying that this thing might be going ahead. And it's like, no way in hell. Like, anyone wants to go ahead with this thing. Like, isn't the whole article about how they didn't even ask Sony? Yeah. They just, like, kind of. They've made it. <laughs> yes. It's so <laughs> weird. Oh, I implore you to. Check this thing out for yourself. It's it's a lot. Yeah, never approach Sony for this. And they're just like, this will be fine. It is so ugly. As someone who likes their controllers to be just black as night, mm. this thing is awful. It's an affront. It's an affront to me. Imagine. If I ever went to someone's house and they were like, oh, you want to play a game with me? And they gave me this controller, I would leave. You just, I'm, I'm like, done. I'm, it's Sorry, over. Bye. You got like a Mad Cats that I could use instead? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a... Um, I, I only play Game Boy Color. You what? I don't know, dude. 
Fuck. You don't have to cling to that. You could have just moved along. Fuck, uh, dude. Okay, let's move along. Time for the news we care about. Take it away, Kyle. In what should be glaringly obvious to anyone with even a passing interest in the games industry, Sony is crushing it right now in terms of the dollar-dollar bills, yo. For the three-month period ending 30th of June 2021, Sony secured its largest Q1 revenue and operating profit in the company's 75-year history raking in more than $20.61 billion in revenue. PlayStation as a whole pulled in $5.6 billion alone during the period, another all-time best with the shipment of 2.3 million PS5 units, of which the 499 model is now sold for a profit during this time, which helped greatly. PS Plus numbers did dip, but are still up year over year. In addition, Sony is confident it will meet its rather bullish PS5 shipment target, aiming to reach 14.8 million units sold through by March 2022. When you consider they passed the 10 million mark just last week and have apparently secured the chips and semiconductors required, this does seem like an inevitability. Inevitable. <laughs> I love that word. It's... It feels good. It's funny, when I see, like, Sony profits, it feels like small change. You know, like, what, like what, 5.6 billion, like, just from wait, the wait, PlayStation? Wait, 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 Clarify. When you see Sony profits, when you see PlayStation profits? Sorry, sorry, yeah, I guess, like, even Sony profits, like, you know, $20 billion, Bezos wipes his ass with that kind of amount of cash. <laughs> It's, like, not a lot of money when you're talking about, like, big companies. Like, you know, it's an unfathomable amount of money to me, but uh, to the Zuckerbergs, to the Bezos, to the <laughs> he Musks. Does actually. That's fucking crazy. It's just, like... $131 billion he's worth. That's crazy. Just as a man. Just as a human. So, uh... uh look, I don't think you need to, like... I think it's probably a good amount of money. I don't know. What are, I don't know how to think about this. Again, it's like it's the best year like period they've ever had in the company. We're like this is shockingly good for them. It's this just flies in, in the face of you last week being like, I think Sony kind of sucks, right? Like, what do they even make? <laughs> they don't even make anything. Um, no, the Sony at least I know in like their camera division, like their video and photography cameras, they do very well. Okay. Uh, but to be a quarter of the entire company's revenue is pretty solid. I mean, I just bought a Sony soundbar, which I'm very excited about. And their TVs are good too. Yeah, I got one of those too. God, am I a Sony like, fanboy? I think you are. Damn I it. like their vertical integration where they made a TV specifically for the PS5. I think that's the one I got. That's smart. <laughs> and it is the one you got, yeah. And it is very good for the PS5, so mm. that was smart of them. You know what, like, this This is how stupid I am. Like, I just realized one day that I could control the PS5 with the TV remote. Yeah. And it just, like, kind of happened naturally. And I was like, I, I can't believe this is happening. Like, I can launch a game with my TV remote. Yeah, yeah. The, I think the idea weird. is that if, like, your significant other who maybe doesn't play anything, can they Fucking can still get sexist, it because Netflix... Dude. I said, I said, maybe, okay? So oh, you know, I get it. Right. Oh, my God. Girls don't play you. video I'm gonna games. I I'm going to fucking hang up this call, and we're going to not do this podcast today. Uh, <laughs> carry on, please. Please. please You're being please particularly carry. annoying today, and I don't know what it is. And I think it's because you haven't had a Red Bull or a it's V. True. You've just got this coffee. Oh, no, it's you're drinking. That's why. You've become an abusive alcoholic, <laughs> and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> so it's when someone around you that maybe doesn't play games picks up the control, they can still get to Netflix. It's literally what it's for. That's fair. and it's You know you can set it up so that when you turn your PlayStation on, your TV turns on, and vice versa. Oh, yeah, I do that shit. It's good. Yeah, that's it's the really real good. deal. That's all it's good for. Yeah. Can I be honest with you? This all means kind of nothing to me. I don't care about how much they make. 
What I what I care about more is that they have secured chips and semiconductors to make yeah. more PlayStations. Apparently, yeah, like that's a real a real shit fight. But I I thought that was going to continue. What was the shortage? Yeah, probably was going to continue, but they just start throwing money at people to make it go away. It's mm. called like legal bribery. But I don't honestly know enough. I like what's a semiconductor? I don't know. Sounds it's important. It's the um, you know, on like the on the chip, it's like the little squiggly line bit that goes. You know what I mean. Is it actually, or are you just lying to me? <laughs> I'm definitely lying, but the fact that you had to ask means it was convincing. That's what I mean, I have no idea. <laughs> There's a shortage of something called semiconductors. It sounds like they sort of conduct something. Semi. Like, sort of. Like, Semi. <laughs> like, half of it. <laughs> I don't even really know what a microchip is. <laughs> it's like... Look, all I see is hopefully it means they'll sell a lot of PlayStation 5s and then they can give up on the PS4 and I can get those PS5 only games and that's really all that matters to me. I want the plebs to know they're plebs. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's always class with you, isn't it, Gavita? It is. It is. I want people to know I'm superior. I always ordered my D-brand black uh, plates for my PlayStation 5. I've got oh, my black yeah. controller. That's another power play. That so is. So if you have a PS5, that's cool. But it's not all black like mine is, so it's less cool. <laughs> that's some real fucking privilege right there that you could buy Oh, yeah, you better plates. believe it. I, I tell you right now, I'm not checking my PlayStation privilege. I'm not checking it. <laughs> I won't it's check. It's there. <laughs> uh, we really blew past the fact that that Sony is more than 75 years old. Did you know that? I didn't know that until I no, wrote I didn't this know story. That. No, I didn't know that. And I, I, I blew past it because while I didn't know it, I also didn't care about it. It's fascinating to me. Is it? What's fascinating about it uh, to you? Well, like, um, I, I did know that Nintendo is more than 100 years old. They um, were like a toy company. I don't know. It's just fucking interesting, dude. Why, why care about anything, you know? We've known since its reveal that eagerly anticipated shooter Battlefield 2042 will not feature a single player campaign. However, the game does take place in a rather intriguing apocalyptic future, and its narrative backdrop will instead be explored in a short nine-minute live-action film. Entitled Exodus, publisher EA will release the film on YouTube on August 12th. A short teaser trailer can be viewed now, but doesn't reveal too much. Developer DICE has established a timeline of events leading up to the game. With rampant global warming leading to political disruption and economic collapse, Exodus will most likely contextualize these events with lots of shooty boom-booms as well. <laughs> I uh, I put that last bit in because this is I something like a lot it. of uh, <laughs> this is something a lot of developers are doing. Yeah, and I'm just getting a little sick of it. Wait, who else does this? I actually thought this was kind of new. No, no, no. I'm not saying like the film or anything. Oh, I'm saying this elongated marketing scheme. All I want and all anyone ever wants right now, just show me like unedited gameplay. Yeah, for sure. Like that's that's all I care about. This like I, I'm. It looks weird. Live action. It's weird. Cause you're right, actually. Like Halo did it for one of the Halos. There was like a little. I think it might have been like ODST or something. There was like a short film, and I mean Final Fantasy did it with its whole anime series. Well, they had to because that game was fucked. Yeah, it's... fifteen specifically. I'm talking about where they're like, uh, the the story doesn't make any sense unless you watch this full <laughs> anime in this movie. <laughs> Yeah, just through. Oh, there was a movie too, wasn't it? King's Glow. Yeah. Yeah, God. The, no, it's not even like the, the short film specifically. I just mean like, they just keep just like giving you like tiny little bits of information. Like every like two months, they give you like a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I'm like, no, all I want, this is all I want. And I won't watch anything else. And maybe this is why they're doing it. <laughs> just show me like 10 minutes of unedited Conquest gameplay. Yeah, that's, I mean, you know whether you're going to buy this game or not. Like you I don't know, need exactly. to see the C-list actor running around... It's just if, it's gonna... a contextual story. I don't care about it. 
If you're not giving me a single player like actual story, this was a waste of money to me. It is very weird that there isn't a single player aspect to this. So like, why does no, this really... I get it. It was always going that way. Oh no, like that's fine. But why is it so? Why is your law so important that it needs to be explored through a short film? Because a short film was cheaper than developing a whole single single player campaign. Like it's way cheaper to make a nine minute shitty live action film, even with CGI, than it is to get a team to develop a eight to ten hour story campaign so that's why they do it yeah. but it's just like i don't i'm not i don't care maybe there's people out there that do but i don't think there's many of them i just want to play the game and i want to see the game being played i'd like to see more gameplay 100 like, yeah definitely i'd take another like 10 minutes of gameplay over this and and that's way cheaper than making a short film yeah it's uh it is interesting because it Keeps people talking about it at the very least, which is kind of the point. But I guess. Like, I don't even think I'm going to watch it. And I, I certainly I'm won't watch so, this. I'm so, so amped for this game to come out. <laughs> and I'm not watching this because I just don't care. The st- yeah. Like, if you're not going to give me a single player, the story is not important enough. So, it doesn't. what you're going to tell me just doesn't matter. It really does beg the question, then, who is this for? If it's not us, like, it's... I don't know. Yeah, like, what is the... Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's why I heard about this a while ago and I was like, wait, what? Mm. Like, why? You know what? I'm going to... I'll state it now. I will watch it. I'm just morbidly curious enough to see what this is about. Let me rephrase. I'm not going to... I wouldn't normally watch it. Yeah, I think now, just because of this conversation, I'll, I'll make myself watch it so I can report But it'd be back. also have a podcast and I feel obligated to watch it, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want so me to I just, know I... more about it than you. That would kill you, wouldn't it? I actually don't care. Honestly, again, it doesn't. the story doesn't matter. If the story mattered, we'd have a single-player campaign. This is true. It's hard to... Uh, but it doesn't. No, it's hard to argue with that. I Give just it. want to see your gameplay. Show me gameplay, please. Thank you. <laughs> Give it I'm going to move you right along. As if to clap back at the haters, Sony has apparently decided that they support indies again, actually. In a small <laughs> showcase, the company showed off four indie titles that will be coming to PlayStation platforms, and provided updates on three more. We're going to talk about these individually, Govinda. I'll just give you the brief outline. So we had Oxenfree 2, previously only announced for Nintendo Switch, is coming to PlayStation. The original was a supernatural mystery thriller beloved by Kale, and presumably other people as well, if that matters. We've watched these. We, we just watched these trailers. We just watched them. Um, I think I played the, f- the first one of these. Yeah, which surprised me. I didn't know you'd played that. I don't think I finished it. I played it. Yeah, okay. But I saw it and I was like, I should play, I should finish it. I believe I platinumed it. I need I want to go back and check. It's weird that I can't remember that, but I think that's what happened. Yeah, I think. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. I was gonna say, it's like these sometimes these indie games just don't get the platinum. You I get a gold re- or something. It was just cool. It's just like it's vaguely scary. I remember being like it's like a, you know, two D fairly simple game, like but nice uh art style. Yeah, it's like a group of friends and they're exploring like an island, I believe. Like I can't remember why, but they've got this radio and they're like tuning it in and they start hearing things from another dimension. And it's like these th- yeah. It's like sounds are coming through and it's like very weird and but also kinda like little stranger things like where it's like a kooky cast of friends and they're all bantering with each other and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's Oxen Free 2. I honestly, let's be real, probably won't play it. Yeah, yeah. There's like maybe two games on here that I will play. Oh, we're going to get the, to those. It's, and it's not the next one. Which was Witchwood, uh, which seems to be doing a Grimm's fairy tale thing, I've said. It has a cool art style and is probably destined to become a PS Plus title. Do you think I'm wrong? No, I don't think you're wrong. And I would play it if it was on PS Plus because it's free. Mm. I Honestly, I, I saw this and I was like, I can't tell if I love or hate the art style. Yeah, 
Yeah. I'm on the fence about it. It looks very messy, is yeah. my thing. And it just, I don't know. I can't I can't tell you why, but there's just something. It just, messy is probably the way I'm looking at it. There's just so much going on, and I don't love it. I said to you, it kind of reminds me of Don't Starve, but I, I think not as original in my mind. Like, Don't Starve has that real kind of Tim Burton-y thing going yeah, on. Yeah, and it's just a, uh, this just feels messy. I can't say anything other than messy. Unless yeah. you're looking at a screenshot of it. I'm like, there's just, just chill out. Like, what? You don't need everything here. Surely you're not take nah, get rid of it. Like, even the ground looks messy. There's just, like, weird squigglies all over the ground for some reason that are meant to maybe be rocks or something, but they're not. Yeah. It's messy. Yeah. Again, uh, I guess we didn't even say it. it seems to be like an adventure game, kind of like a Z- like the old Zelda, like actual retro <laughs> Zelda game. Yeah, <laughs> kind of feels like that, but just definitely not that. No, not that not art that, style. Not that iconic. Not the iconic Game uh, Boy style. But the next one, this is where things get uh, good. We've this got... is the one, guys. <laughs> this is the one. We've got Carrion, which is like a pixelated take on John Carpenter's The Thing, but the twist is. That you play as the thing. I initially wrote this off, but it does look kind of cool. I don't know why I wrote that. <laughs> why did I write uh, that? I don't know, but you did. This uh, game looks sick. It does you're look just sick. Like a, you're like a symbiote going through like a ship or a space station or some laboratory of some kind. And you are just devouring all in your path. Yeah. They describe it as a reverse horror experience. So rather than you trying to escape from the monster, you are the monster and you're just chasing people down. It's and 2D. people are cowering in corners and scared and you just engulf yeah. them in your mass of destruction. And you seem to destruction. get bigger. You're like a horrific tentacle monster and you can like squeeze through air vents and... If you've ever seen the video of the octopus squeezing through a tiny little hole, I you're did. the octopus. Yeah, that was fucked up. Yeah. I don't like octopus. <laughs> I want that on the record. Uh, Okay. Antipus. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> but this is I'm a good one. I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. This one looks sick. <laughs> this is I'm, a good one. This is, the, this is the one for me. Of all, of, the, of all four of these, this is the one. Next one could be for me. It's called uh, A Short Hike, and it's coming to PS4. This is a cute game that seems to be a mashup between Breath of the Wild-esque exploration and Stardew Valley twee cuteness. And is thus Mixed the perfect... Animal Crossing. How fucking dare you interrupt me? Mix Animal Crossing, just saying, baby. And thus, it is the perfect game for my wife. I say that not out of misogyny, but because those are two of her favourite games, and also because of misogyny. (laughs) (laughs) You're fucking... I started this trailer, and I was like, I hate everything about this. And then by the end of it, where I see, like, this little penguin dude climbing up a rock face and then jumping off and flying. I guess not a penguin, now that I say that out loud. Uh, (laughs) It's like a little bird. But not it's a penguin. Bird. It just jumps off and like flies over the map, and yeah, it's it's interesting. The um, graphics are not a strong suit. Okay, Let's no, just put it but that way. it is. I, I looked at it quickly. It is. It's another one man job, just like Stardew Valley. So from that, it's like hugely impressive. Uh, but oh, look, anyone who makes a full game that gets released by themselves, I'm impressed by. Yeah, you are doing shit with your life that I would never do. <laughs> <laughs> But it actually looks great and looks like really calming. Again, like Stardew Valley, where you're just like, this seems like a nice game to just like... Yeah. Again, I wish we had a fucking PS Vita 2 so I could play it there, but... Yeah, it's like the antithesis of me playing Battlefield, where it's just constant explosions and... Rage. And action and rage and... Self-loathing. Explosions and action and rage. 
huge rage again. Did I mention the rage? Yeah, there's a lot of rage, definitely. I streamed Battlefield Five uh, as well the other day when I, after we streamed the forest. Yep, yep. Um, and if anyone actually watched that, which I can tell you right now, they didn't, uh, you would actually... <laughs> You would actually have seen me just call it. I rage quit, essentially. We were in the middle of a game and we were getting fucking owned. And it was the worst game I've played maybe ever. And I was just like, okay, guys, I'm going to go now. Bye. All right, just go, like logged go off. But I guess <laughs> we didn't the stream even... just cut dead. What happened? You like got new internet? Is that what has allowed this? Why has this come about all uh, of a I just sudden? didn't think to do it. Okay. I just didn't think to do it. I was just talking to a friend on like Instagram Messenger and, and they were like, oh, I actually like really enjoy watching people play stuff. And I was like, oh, do you just want to watch me play? this and they're like oh okay yeah so i was playing just final fantasy i was playing final fantasy 10 on twitch as well yeah and they were just watching me play final fantasy twin 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 i'd say uh number one fan of the show george york, york morgan is just he's just there like he's if you say you're streaming he will probably be there solid uh, bro he was up to like three o'clock in the morning watching me play final fantasy 10 i love that that's dedication that i would so expect join, join the club everyone i know this is the level i'm expecting from everyone that listens here and i feel like you really fall behind the curve <laughs> a little bit fall <laughs> Oh, where was Uh, I I even at? All right. To round things out, Supergiant Games, Game of the Year winning uh, game Hades is finally hitting PlayStation platforms August 13. Uh, Soul Cresta, which is a vertical shooter that neither of us will ever play, is coming later this year. And Axiom Verge 2 showed off a new world or biome and some new gameplay and it does look pretty good uh no release date for that one as yet uh, i tried to play the first axiom verge and i just didn't get very far it's funny because axiom verge is essentially carrion but you know you're a man with a gun mm. and you fight the monsters i it's- guess so i guess so i don't know what carrion is like completely i'd say axiom verge is just way more of a metroidvania that's what i'm saying i think carrion is a metroidvania with a like unique you'll get twist. powers yeah okay yeah that's fair. I guess my point there is normally I don't like those kind of games. I just, if they're 2D, I just lose interest really. Like it's, unless mm, it was Hollow Knight. Me too. I'll just say that. Nah, I lost interest in that. That was too hard for me. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> this one's going to be real technical. So let's go over to resident tech bro Govinda for this one. While we haven't had an official reveal of Sony's next iteration of VR technology, several editors over at Eurogamer's Digital Foundry have claimed to have seen the mysterious device technical specifications and were apparently quite impressed. Technology editor Richard Ledbetter had this to say, We've seen some leaked specs and it looks good. We've seen some other specs which haven't been leaked which make it look even better. So, hopefully VR will be able to expand, there will be more choice in the headset arena, and also I'm quite looking forward to seeing what the new Sony controller is about, end quote. According to website Upload VR, which claims to have reliable sources within the PSVR2 design team, this new device will apparently include a resolution of 4000 by 2040 pixels, about 2000 by 2040 per eye, with HDR OLED displays and gaze tracking capable of foveated rendering. Uh, We'll talk about that in a second. A motor in the headset that can also be used by developers to give direct haptic feedback. Oh, yeah. So this is kind of stuff that I've heard previously. Yeah, we we have touched on this. This just seemed... A little more concrete. Yeah, they're very stoked. I feel like if Digital Foundry tell me something, I'm just going to believe it. They could tell me anything, and I'd believe it. Literally. So it sounds like about like a, an overall about a 4K resolution that we have in there, which is sick because it's going to be HDR and OLED. So you're going to get them good image qualities. Yeah. And the fact that it's like obviously a closed 
headset, that's... <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning. That means the OLED will be more effective because there's no light, right? That would make the blacks darker? Well, the blacks will be darker just because of the OLED. I don't think it being closed is going to change that necessarily, but you, mm. you guess you want it closed because then you don't want light coming in and like glaring up your little screens in front of your eyes. Yeah. Um, but it does mean you'll have like good colors from the HDR, good colors and saturation highlights and lowlights. Um, and the blacks will be very black because the OLED will make that so. The one that's interesting that you left a little link here for, which I appreciated, is the uh, the gaze tracking capable of foveated rendering. I was very, very proud that you pronounced uh, foveated correctly. Oh, which... yeah. it was. Uh, <laughs> I panicked leading up to it, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I don't know if that's correct. That's just how I say it. <laughs> that's just how we're saying it. Someone no, can right. correct us if they want to, but let me tell you, they probably won't. Um, but that's cool. And it's a smart like rendering technology that kind of sees where the focus of your eyes are mm. and renders that in full resolution and kind of like blurs, slowly blurs the outside areas, which is very similar to how your eye reacts. Like what you're looking at with your eye is in focus and kind of just outside of that focus field is not quite in focus and gets worse as you get further into your peripherals. And this will mm. kind of mimic that. And so it's a two fold effect where like for you it looks more realistic but for the game and the processor and stuff it doesn't have to render as much yeah that was so my understanding really smart thing that, yeah this is like a performance booster almost like but yeah it's, it's like a, a twofer as they say it's a, it's a win-win as <laughs> some might say <laughs> Um, um, uh, so I'm super hyped. I also heard something where they were saying it's just one cable. There's no need for like the little external box that the PSVR has anymore. Yeah. Because that sucked. And this is probably where I will jump into the PlayStation VR if this is all accurate. Because the first one was a little bit of a, it was interesting. It was a, you wait for that gen yeah. two. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't need that, but I'm glad everyone else jumped in and it was good enough for them to revisit it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, and haptic feedback will be interesting too. I don't know yeah, if I want like, something tapping on my head, but we'll see. Yeah, that does seem horrifying. I truly like, I'm a little bit scared of VR just in that I'm already, you know, like one bad day away from just retreating into that games room forever and never coming out. So what this represents to me is escape. <laughs> <laughs> forever in, in its purest form yeah uh, the i i honestly i'm just i'm ready for ready player one dude like just just tap <laughs> that shit into my veins and i'm yep. gonna disappear that's yep. where i'm gonna live uh the controllers they're talking about too i I think I saw some sort of like mock-up. I don't know how legit it is or anything, but I think it was a uh, patent that Sony had filed and it looks a lot more like a Oculus Vive controller. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So instead of the light balls that we're used to on the end that they use for the PlayStation Move, uh, it's kind of like circular. You're holding like a stick with a circle on the end. I can't explain it any better. Look at an Oculus I've, Vive I've controller. Seen, yeah, I've seen a picture. Yeah. Um, which will be good because I think Sony was a little lacking in that area as well in terms of its like accuracy and stuff like that. But yeah, it's uh, still not clear if it's going to rely on you having the PlayStation camera as well, but I imagine it would for head tracking. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Govinda, how much do you think this is going to set one back? I like to think that because technology is ex getting more advanced that like these new things don't cost as much as you might think they would. Mm. I think the original PSVR launched at 549 in Australia. It's so much um, money. I <laughs> know. <laughs> actually, I'm looking at it and being like, really? I was going to pay that? I'm glad I didn't. So I would like to think it's going to sit around that 549, 600 price point. Yeah. Uh, just because I think anything above that and they're going to price out people and they're not going to get a very big adoption rate even at 549 like i'm ugh, feels bad yeah i think it's going to be more than that for several reasons i mean just looking at it right now the oculus quest is 790 dollars in australia and this thing 
sounds better than that. So interesting you say that. When PSVR first launched, everyone was shocked at how low the price point was comparatively because I think you were paying about $1,000 for something similar. I know the the resolution probably wasn't as good, but Sony does make TVs and screens, so maybe they can get a good deal on it. I would think they will aim to do what they did last time and undercut the market. It it makes sense. To get adoption rates up because I think if you price people out, like if you put this thing up at $900, I'm not getting one. Yeah, that's If you put it at $549, and I'm, I'm thinking about it. But then, I mean, we looked at the original and we didn't get that anyway. And it wasn't to do with the price. It was more just the functionality. Yeah, of course. And that's why I said, even when we did the PS podcast, I was like, I'm the, I'm a Gen 2 and beyond sort of person. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, not picking yeah. up this first one. Nope. But I think it's more about looking at the, uh, Sony's, like, strategy with it, which was, like, let's make an affordable, like, let's make one that we can be, like, this is actually really good for the price. Yeah. And uh, I'm hoping they're going to try and do something similar again. Yeah, look, but we'll I see. mean, we'll just have to wait and see. And again, we don't have a release date. I would expect oh. to hear something, you know, early next year. This has been percolating for a while. I still think they're going to do a PlayStation experience at the end mm. of the year. Like, because yeah. I think typically when they did do the PlayStation experience for, like, the three years they did them, they were in December. Yeah. So I could see them just being like, oh, yeah, you guys think we haven't been doing anything? Well, here's a bunch of games you didn't know about. Also, by the way, here's PSVR 2. Also, by the way, here's PlayStation Vita 2. And I'm just wishing the last one. That was a wishful <laughs> thinking there. Come on, guys. Get on board. Um, but I think we'll probably... I really... I'm hopeful. I, I think we'll get something by the end of the year. At least talking about it. Give me something. you got to give me something. Anything. Anything. Come on, guys. Kevinda, here's something. Allegedly. Potentially. The eagerly anticipated remake of the original Dead Space could be closer than initially thought, if a recent leak is to be believed. According to reliable industry insider Jeff Grubb, the Dead Space remake will be released sometime in fall 2022. Take this news with a grain of salt, however, as even if it is true, games get delayed all the time. Still, it sounds like the gold standard in survival horror is a lot further along than we thought. Or at least me. <laughs> I thought this thing was way further out than oh, this. Oh, yeah, I thought it was ages away. When we spoke about it last, I literally thought that was them just first being like, yeah, we're going to start making it now. Yeah, yeah, no. It, I didn't um, think it was like, oh, we're two and a half years into development already and it's probably going to come out next year. Uh, huge, if true. Um, huge, if true. If true, though. And yeah. I'm going to call it now because I call, we called it with Horizon. This is delayed till 2023. Or at least later in the year. You had to explain to me that months in America are the same as months here here but um, seasons are not they're the opposite so their fall is actually our spring and but you said still, like <laughs> that's around october so like what <laughs> april for us is that right no that's is that no, right no 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 no. so the months are the same right so fall uh, is october ish yeah so for us that's still going to be october but that in october is going to be our spring the thing is where i live there aren't really seasons it's just sort of nice all the time <laughs> <laughs> there's no like fall. It's like really nice weather and then really nice weather slightly cooler. Yeah, it's kind of like that. And the the leaves don't change colour at all. That's just make-believe as far as I'm concerned. Well, honestly, you can actually look around and you can see spring because you will see flowers and things, I'm just saying. Yeah, and like when you start seeing flowers, that is fall, which will be September, October, November time. 
Okay. Well, look. Okay. Please be excited. Please be excited for Dead Space <laughs> launching in maybe 2022, most likely 2023. So now we're going to move into the feature of the week this week. Kale, what have you got for me? Psych. No, we aren't. Not this week, actually. And you know why? Because there wasn't one good enough. That's right. I'm pushing back on the entire industry. Where are you at? Everywhere I look, it's just, it's like, it's, what is it? It's, it's fine. I mean, look, we did, we did have a behind the curtains discussion that you and I don't have too much more to add to the Activision Blizzard saga. There is more there, but honestly, it's quite a serious topic and I don't know that we're serious enough for it. And there's also a lot to cover and it's in the middle of litigation. Like, I, Yeah, that's it. And look... Do, all- do your own research. <laughs> what a buck passing that was. <laughs> um, I'm I'm buck passing, dude. I don't I don't have the degree in in investigative journalism necessary to know the ins and outs of that. No one does. That's the joke. A, a journalism degree is a fucking joke. <laughs> it's not worth the paper it's written. No, look, we decided if if there isn't a feature up to snuff, we're not going to force it. Like it should just be something cool, something fun, interesting. And look, we'll just waffle on about something else instead. And that's it. <laughs> that made it sound like we had something else to waffle on about. And oh, no, sorry, don't. sorry. Yeah, this no, we're done. This is actually rounding out the episode. <laughs> yeah, this is actually uh, the end now. <laughs> yeah, no, we're done now. Uh, so it's been an absolute pleasure uh, again. As always. As always, if you do want to find us, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at longlivepod on both. If there's going to be streams, that's where we'll post them. And I say that's where we'll post them, but I don't know how to do it on Instagram. So that's where we'll post them on Twitter. Of course. Uh, (laughs) It's been fun. It's been fun. And if I'm not here next week, it means that the blood clot has kicked in. So I don't know. Kale, just so you know, I promise to replace you. And this podcast will continue in your legacy. I, I would hope that you would campaign against vaccines in my legacy if I die of one. I won't. I want you to that. go on record and promise that. No, I won't do that. My wife won't either. Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Make my no, life I'm, worse. I, I won't do that. Your life will be gone. It won't matter at that point. Oh, you right. know what? You know what, Kale? Just because it might make you feel better during your living time, I yeah. will campaign against it for you. Thank That's, you. I'll definitely, I definitely <laughs> will do that. Psych. 